So, hello, listeners, and welcome to another uh, very loud episode of Funk Radio. This is your host, Kyle. And this is your host, Peter. Hello, and welcome to Funk Radio. Yay. We are continuing our series on small things, uh, which I don't know if you listen to our episodes chronologically, um, then you'll know that last week whatever uh we talked about mini cds and we're going to be continuing that today by talking about uh mini vinyl which Mm. is another sort of obscure sort of niche uh format that just recently has resurfaced um mostly thanks to the front man from the indie band the white stripes I guess a little bit of background on that before we get into it. The lead singer of the White Stripes, his name's Jack White. He has a record label called Third Man Records, and he is often noted with developing unique and quirky ways to release and or record music, uh, usually just to kind of generate buzz for him and his record, his, uh, his, what do you call it, record label. Um, yeah, I was going to say, I, we've talked about him at least once before in this s- similar context. Yeah, I forget what it was about. It might have, was it the um, the recording booth yes, final thing? Yes, thank you. Which I'm going yes, yes, to, yes, yes, yes. to have to go to getyourfunk.com to find out what the fuck that was called, listeners. <laughs> that was best ad ever. It was called the voiceograph. Yes, thank you. Yeah, um, in a in a previous stint, he, uh, basically resurrected one of those self-recording... It's like a phone booth, basically, where you record your own... Exactly. Uh, records. Yeah. You record yourself to vinyl. Yeah, he resurrected that medium, um, and I think he brought, like, some indie artists in, um, that he wanted to help promote, and, like, had them record in those little booths and pump out little seven inches that, uh, then they mass-produced through his record label. If I remember not too long ago, he actually bought a, like, a, what do you call it, a vinyl pressing factory in, like, Detroit or something. Of course he did. So that, <laughs> uh, cool. so that he could, I guess, more efficiently produce these weird records and projects that he does. Huh. I mean, in, in a way, That's it's really kind of cool, because, cool, I mean, obviously, records themselves are kind of becoming popular again, and he's kind of creating some fun mystery around them but basically part of the reason he does this or the ways he does this is since the resurgence of records as like a collectible thing every year in april there's a sort of shopping record holiday called record store day and it's a day when a lot of different independent record uh stores all around the country are basically how do I say it? Given like premium access to certain releases or special releases or things that basically kind of help get people into the stores and, and kind of keep the uh, fun of collecting records and going to shops kind of alive mm-hmm. through supporting these kind of independent businesses. Um, one interesting thing they did this year that um, my dad actually tipped me off to. Uh, yeah, wasn't this just a couple of days ago? 
It was yesterday. Yeah, oh, yesterday well, was record store day for 2019. I I snagged a couple, but it's like a it's like a, a nationwide event that a lot of different uh, stores obviously participate in. And getting back to the Jack White thing, oftentimes on record store day, he'll do certain quirky things or release certain quirky things um, to coincide with record store day. Uh, I think one year he even released uh, like a single on that goofy, what do they call it, flexo vinyl or whatever. The Remember we talked about that in a prior episode? Oh, you've that mentioned really it thin- before, yeah. Uh, yeah, he released like a single on that as like a joke. But this year, in conjunction with a record player making company called Crosley, he revived the mini vinyl format, which is a three inch sized vinyl single, uh, much smaller than the normal seven inch vinyl mm-hmm. that has been produced forever. And in conjunction with Crosley, they designed a mini record player that could play these hmm. three-inch vinyl because normal record players aren't designed to play them. Uh, um, and, oh, probably because like the the rotation speed, right? Possibly. Uh, partially, just I think the hole that the you know the vinyl is made for doesn't mm-hmm. fit like a normal record player, and it doesn't fit a forty-five. Interesting. Uh, I didn't realize that they weren't even able to be played as yeah well. they're well the funny I, i'll get into that in a little bit the funny thing about this this format is it was never super mass produced it was always kind of like meant to be almost like a toy hmm. uh not not dissimilar from the like play school plastic record thing we talked about in that episode about music toys um the fisher price record player yes thank you <laughs> so yeah crosley ha- basically has redesigned this mini format along with the record player but where this format originated from i guess it shouldn't really be much of a surprise it came from japan because they love tiny things <laughs> so this record producing factory in japan really the only record factory they had uh called toyo kase actually came up with this format in the early 2000s basically at a time when nobody was buying records so this, um, so this isn't so this wasn't revived from decades and decades ago this was fairly recent no no this was revived from like a a niche product made in japan in the in a time when records weren't super popular Mm. and i guess jack white just saw it and thought it was cute so he's like i want to make a bunch put a bunch of singles on these i mean if i was jack Um, white honestly i'd probably do the same thing (laughs) yeah true the funny yeah the funny thing i about this is i think they're they were kind of capitalizing a little bit off the popularization of like mini versions of retro things like you know like mm-hmm. a nintendo's coming out with all those mini versions of their consoles uh, playstation yeah, just yeah, did yeah. the same thing sega's doing the same thing yeah so i think it was kind of capitalizing a little bit off of that mm-hmm. sort of combination of nostalgia and l- people's love of tiny things mm-hmm. but yeah this original this this 3 inch format was originally produced in japan and the the discs were molded out of a thin layer of vinyl, which was actually fused with a type of ABS plastic, so that because of this, they could only play sound on one side. Interesting. So, so they're not full not, vinyl then. They're only half. They're vinyl. not full vinyl that you could flip over like a like a single like a regular seven inch single mm-hmm. or a regular uh, record. But 
and why is that? Is that because is it not strong enough? Uh, or what? It combination of maybe you know to save cost on vinyl, and because it was such a a niche, tiny little thing, they were fine with just being able to put one song on it. Huh. Okay. But the funny thing is that the maximum length that could be produced on these records was only three minutes. Oof. Yeah. At the max? <laughs> There's not yes. really much you can do with that. So in in coordination with the record company uh, Toyokase, the toy maker Bandai, who, if any of you listeners collect toys, uh, know that they make all of those little... Gundam mechs and stuff that you put together like models Mm -hmm. as well as they have Power Ranger toys. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, They actually designed the original player that could play these little mini three-inch vinyl. And they called it the 8-Ban to play these little records and it it launched in 2004 Mm -hmm. um, pretty much alongside the launch of these mini records by the uh, record pressing company. The reason they called it eight band actually was because uh, they're basically eight centimeters in diameter, uh, and you know Japan uses the metric system. Right. So, uh, yeah, it's in reference to their small size. Uh, interesting side fact, listeners. Yes, uh, eight centimeters is also the diameter of mini CDs, which we talked about in the last episode. Yes. So this was a toy then. Basically, yeah. Okay. For lack of a better word, this was a toy. Um, hmm. this toy record player, uh, which was made of red and white plastic was sold in Japan for, at the time for 3,129 yen, which is roughly $28. Uh, hmm. for comparison, uh, the new mini vinyl, uh, record player that was designed by Crosley and released alongside Jack White's, uh, mini singles, uh, goes for sixty nine ninety nine. So, hmm. The mini Crosley looks decidedly much more like a regular record player. Yeah, it looks pretty the, good. Than these little like ones made by Bandai, mm-hmm. which looks look like something you'd get in like a Happy Meal. <laughs> um, so yeah, there's a bit more quality put into it. Whether that's seventy dollars worth, I guess, is up to you. But yeah, they're cute. You know, as someone who enjoys miniature things. I like the idea of the miniature record player, the many records. Mm-hmm. My problem is like really how many people are actually producing records on this? Is it just, is it just Jack White? Well, the, the the fun, I guess the other fun thing about it, if you can track them down, is on top of obviously playing the Jack White records, it does play. Oh, the original ones. The original released records. With the eight man. Yes. Uh, okay. And um, according to some videos I found on the subject, there's actually. Like, not not a small amount of them. Huh. Not a huge amount, but not a small amount. Like, like hit cl- levels of stuff. Hit clips. <laughs> you know. Well, almost, because, I mean, uh, really, three minutes max. Yeah, that's pretty short. But that's still pretty cool, though. I would not pay $69 for one. Yeah, I don't But know I'd know pay, I like, $20 for one. Oh, hell yeah. I'm curious, actually. Let me... I'm curious how much they're going for on eBay right now. Let me do a quick Google search. The new ones? Yeah. Probably more than that. Like, holy sh- Yeah, it's going for 165 on eBay. <laughs> well, when I, even the store that I went to, 
Um, basically, they're like, yeah, we sold out of them in like 20 minutes. <laughs> so a lot so of stores were selling these then. Obviously not every store, but yeah, a lot of them were. Yeah. Uh, cool. 160, 145, 150, 100. So, mm. I mean, again, this is a day later. I'm sure the prices will come down over, over time. Right. What I'm curious about is like, are they going to keep producing this? Or was this just like a one-off? We're making these for Record Store Day. Once they're gone, they're gone. Well, yeah, I was about to ask you that. Like, does Third Man Records sell these on their website or something? That's also a good question. I, I know they released them to record stores, but I wouldn't be surprised if they have them on their website as well. I'm on their merch section right now. Well, I'd imagine it would be a big thing on their front page if it was being Yeah, touche. Yeah, good um, point. Yeah, especially if that was a limited time thing. I can't imagine that those are going to go down in price. This little cheap Bandai player, the original player for these things that only cost $28, uh, was basically purposely meant to be kind of lo-fi and crappy. Mm. And according to the company's own branding, they or they say, quote, Upon dropping the needle, a cheap, noisy analog sound recalls a forgotten era of youth, the springtime of life. <laughs> Cool. It sounds like very Japanese translated. Uh, yeah. But yeah, no, um, they weren't lying about the lo-fi quality. Um, I linked uh, a little, I guess, soundbite of a guy playing with these little mini Bandai players, Peter, mm-hmm. for you and our listeners to listen to. But it's pretty uh, echoey. Hmm. It doesn't okay. sound it doesn't sound that different, funny enough, than your little mini uh cassettes you were playing with oh hmm. well let's take a listen listeners because that's what you do you listeners Funny thing enough about this is a lot of the little mini vinyls that they originally produced were from like uh, soul and funk bands. Hmm. So this video is from uh, this clip we took it from um, from Tech Mode. Actually, I like his videos quite a lot, and he did a few on micro cassettes as well that I liked. Oh, nice. Uh, okay, so, so you know cool. this guy more than I do. A little bit. Yeah, the whole the whole video he just talks about like the, the creation of these records, and he has like a decent amount of them. I assume he got on eBay or something. Mm-hmm. But they all come in little like adorable cardboard sleeves, <laughs> which I find fucking adorable. Uh, uh, speaking of eBay, by the way, I have it open. I'm looking at the the Bandai eight band. Um, mm-hmm. Seem to be on the low ends. They're about a hundred. Most of them are about one twenty to one fifty, but there's not a hmm. lot of them on there. So. Now, I was going to say, what I want to do, I want to buy the band I want and try and play the Third Man records on that and see how it sounds. Interesting. Do you know um, if the 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 Crosley one is supposed to be more of a hi-fi thing? Or? According to their own marketing, um, at least through the articles that I read, they the reason that they're charging a bit of a higher price is they said, like, while the band I won was meant to be pretty lo-fi, we intended for this to be like a true quality record player that, okay. you know, plays the records like, you know, as they're meant to be heard, not in like a lo-fi sense. Interesting. So, 
So I assume that the production level of the records themselves has to match up to that for that yeah. to make I sense. Yeah, I mean, I'm curious how true that is because it does have a built-in speaker, built-in amplifier, so it's mm-hmm. not like plugging into any fancy-ass speakers or anything. It does have an Audio-Technica needle, which or usually a little bit of a higher-end needle. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm sure once these things start spreading around, I'm sure there'll be YouTube videos of people playing those as well because mm-hmm. uh, yeah like you i'm kind of curious how this new one sounds yeah uh, well uh that's that's cool it's too bad that it seems to be kind of a limited thing and not like oh here's like a full-on production of a new model that everybody can buy i guess that would be kind of ridiculous especially for yeah how i think obscure it is i think it was mostly meant as like a kind of a marketing gimmick by jack white Mm -hmm. like you know it's totally up to other record labels to if they want to make these mini records but it's not similar to what you were talking about with the mini cds i don't see much profitability in it yeah unless you know independent artists want to make little mini singles themselves just for fun yeah it's i think Uh, it's definitely something where you would have to go into it without lofty expectations of profit um yeah yeah but yeah that's that's still really cool and i i am always supportive of miniature formats so that's pretty cool that i know me too many vinyls exist i actually never knew about that until you brought it up i i didn't know about it until like a month ago Hmm. when i first read an article that oh jack white's making mini vinyl i'm like wait that's a thing so uh, that's all i really have to say about mini vinyl since it was such an obscure format i'm I'd be curious if any of our listeners have actually like come into contact with it. Any of our listeners that have been in Japan between 2000 and 2006. <laughs> but yeah, no, that's uh, that's cool that he's at least drawing attention to kind of a semi-forgotten format, you know. Yeah. So That's cool. So yeah, if any of you listeners who if collect records, if you were able to get a hold of those players or um, the third man record mini vinyl um let us know on our facebook page um where's our facebook.com i was saying it (laughs) (laughs) at facebook jesus at facebook.com slash get your funk uh you can also listen to this episode as well as our entire catalog on where's our website kyle god damn peter (laughs) (laughs) you can Listen to uh, our entire catalog at getyourfunk.com. Yay. So this has been your host, Kyle. And this has been your host, Peter. Thank you for listening to Funk Radio. Tune in next time to hear more things. Bye. Bye, we love you.